You're listening to Behind the Groove with KJ. Hello everybody, it's me KJ, back again for another small and short and sweet edition of my Behind the Groove podcast. Well, it's September, the kids have finally gone back to school, having been on lockdown and kept away from their friends for about six months. Um, My little boy's gone back, much to his reluctance, he was quite happy to just hang at home. Um, But it's good to be getting some more normality back. Well, that's what you'd think until the decision from the government last night to now restrict people seeing each other in groups of more than six. Utterly ridiculous. I felt compelled to come on and do a little podcast about this because this whole narrative now being spun by the government and our completely incompetent Prime Minister and Health Secretary of all the incorrect, inaccurate facts, statistics, figures that have been disputed by numerous sources, professionals, professors, qualified virologists, epidemiologists, doctors, nurses, whistleblowers, speaking out with documentation on the Office for National Statistics websites, the CDC's websites, the false information about the PCR testing, all of this narrative that we are being peddled by our propagandist press has got me so riled up. I'm very vocal on social media. I'm half expecting my accounts to be disabled, censored, blocked, taken down at some point because I'm sharing information that I have researched thoroughly. I am now a member of several civil rights groups, civil liberties groups, and I attended the mass rally or protest in central London that happened at the end of August and August bank holiday weekend, mainly because as a professional person, I've worked in the legal field with human rights lawyers and within the corporate field for 25 years around my music work. As all of you know who listen to this podcast, the music industry, the live sector in particular, has been completely decimated by this pandemic. And I have spoken out on this on a video podcast I did on YouTube for Anna Breeze Media, her YouTube platform. And it's been seen by over 10,000 people. And I've had some really fantastic feedback and comments on that. As somebody that works professionally in the music industry, my right to earn a living has been taken away. At first, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yes, stay home, save lives, wash your hands, all of that stuff. But the more the rules change, the more the government completely mishandles this whole incident, it's become more and more apparent they either haven't got a clue what they're doing or they do and it's part of the plan for a much bigger agenda. 
Unfortunately, I am now leaning towards the latter with the research I've been doing and it's not looking pretty. I do believe they're using a form of psychological operation um, such as fractionism to introduce these draconian rules under the Coronavirus Act, which is slowly eroding all of our civil liberties and looking at implementing a global economic reset with major corporations at the helm, United Nations, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Economic Forum, and yeah, the WHO. (laughs) It's absolutely outrageous what's going on. And, you know, there's a lot of negative press about people that dare to question the narrative and they're labelling us and getting the public um, people in your own households to, to question whether or not you're sane. I'm perfectly sane. I have, like I say, been privy to lots of human rights and corporate stuff for many, many years. I've seen mergers and acquisitions. I've seen technocracies take over. We've seen the cross collateralization of major corporations become too big to fail, including the banks. We've seen it with our own eyes um, over the last 20 years. And I don't think it's unfair or in any way a danger to question and want answers for what we're being told. So with the music industry being in complete dire straits, I was just on Twitter sharing my tweets as I do and I've come across several lawyers that are really speaking out now about all of this um, and as it looks like we're going to be heading into another another lockdown scenario which again is going to affect the arts, the creative industries, the people that rely on events and gatherings, mass gatherings, to put food on their table. When the furloughs end at the end of October, what the hell is going to happen? There's going to be pure anarchy. People won't be able to pay their rent, their, their mortgages, their houses will get repossessed. Children won't be able to to go back to school perhaps so many things are going on and it's all up in the air and I don't know when I'm going to be able to to have another gig I'm supposed to have one this weekend but if that if I have this gig is that going to be my last for a while um I have to put a roof over my head I have to support my child I have to put food on the table and pay the bills like everybody else So what's going to happen when the figures do not make sense? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that cases are not deaths. We are really fortunate now that less people are dying. That is a good thing, no? So why are we not celebrating that and still maintaining some air of caution, but we're still being told in mainstream media that we're going to kill granny so we've not allowed to to see other households now more than six people but yet we're allowed to go to the pub you can still book a flight and sit with hundreds of strangers but you can't go and sit in a theater and watch a show 
it's absolutely ridiculous and I've had enough and I'm literally at the point now where I'm happy to put my social media life on the line to call it out for what it is which is complete bull I'm trying to refrain from swearing (laughs) so those are my thoughts music matters music matters so much to me because it's inspired me over the years you look, I'm a child of the, the late 70s, <clears throat> showing my age. But in that time, I've seen so many amazing bands and artists speak out. We, we fought for causes. You know, we were able to help change people's lives by, by standing up for what we believe in, by, by using music to bring people together to fight all the injustice in the world. So when I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw a tweet from the Musicians' Union talking about how this new rule imposed by Boris and his cronies is going to affect the music industry, I just thought, hang on a minute, we should be creating concerts in mass protest. We should be having a concert pulling together the biggest names in the business because we are the ones who have been prevented from earning a living. Why are we not having socially distanced mass gigs across the country? All live streamed. Why are we not having drive-in concerts? We have drive-in festivals. People drive to festivals, they park their cars in fields... And then they walk down the road to another field to watch a show. Why don't people just stay in their cars and then tune in to a live radio stream and watch a show there and then? And they can watch it in their car. They can hang out their windows. They can just enjoy the music and have a drive-in concert. I mean, there are ways we can do this, guys, but we have to pull together as an industry to make it happen all the events productions teams come on we need to rally together this is a call to action that the music industry the people who are suffering who are not going to be able to pay their rent who are struggling to pay their bills who have mental health issues who are like myself literally unable to focus on anything else because this situation is preventing them from doing what what they need to do to, to, to pay their way. Our very lives are being dominated by this entire pandemic and we can't get back to normal until we can get back to work. This is a crisis now and nobody else is speaking out and I don't understand why. I'm trying not to judge. I'm trying not to be angry at everyday people who are obeying the, the rules But if you look at the law, it's a statute. The Coronavirus Act is not even formally passed as legislation and voted on in in Parliament. If you're fined, you can actually challenge it. If you know what you're doing and you research it, you really don't have to comply. It's a choice. It really is a choice. When are you going to say enough is enough? When are we going to arrange mass concerts across the country that stick two fingers up at the narrative to say, hang on a minute, 
Music matters. We have something to say. Never before in peacetime have our rights been so drastically abused. Because that's what it is. And I see the members of the public behaving like Stockholm Syndrome with their abusers. It's it's quite terrifying. It really is. And I just wanted to just make this little podcast just to try and get the message out there that this really is not it's not right and everybody knows that deep down in your soul you know something is not right with any of this please do your research please look into these big corporations I mentioned before please please look at how they're all connected They're all connected. They all have the same shareholders. They all have the same ethos. You look at their websites, download all the PDFs. There's a document of planned preparedness on the Rockefeller Foundation website. Read it. Please read it. See who funds the WHO. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They also fund the BBC. There's too many corporations with their fingers in so many pies that it's starting to affect our own government's policies our own government's health policy when did we as a country suddenly decide to allow an external unelected unqualified private corporation dictate how a publicly funded health institution should be run and managed can anyone answer me that question please because I fail to see how anyone in this country voted for that to happen and be allowed and when corporations have too much say over our own elected government's policy I have a problem Houston we all have a problem So get off your backsides, get off social media. I'm about to be banned from social media anyway. And to be quite frankly, I don't give a damn. I've really got to that point. I don't care about Facebook. I don't care about Instagram. I don't care about Twitter because they're all censored. I really don't care anymore. The freedom of speech that we used to know, unless you are good little sheep and believe what you're being told then forget it you don't have a voice you don't have a platform anymore well I'm sorry to say this guys but there is a huge underground movement that I'm privy to away from all the usual social media platforms but we're all connecting and we're all gathering and we're sharing information and there's so much out there for people to to read and absorb and question and it's not just a matter of health if it was I'd shut up I really would but it's got to the stage now the lies the inflated numbers nah I'm not buying it I'm not saying there isn't a virus and I'm not saying that people haven't died. And of course, I'm desperately sorry for anyone that has lost somebody and has suffered a loss through to this or really bad health. Of course, 
that would be completely inhumane if I didn't acknowledge that, and I really do. However, it's not as bad as we're being told. The fear-mongering is unprecedented. By all means, protect our sick and our vulnerable and and our elderly. But when you start to quarantine and prevent healthy people from working, from being educated, from being able to travel as they would do normally, then that, my friends, is an abuse of power and it's an infringement of your civil liberties. So please, musicians, singers, songwriters, musical directors, event production teams, producers, DJs, what are you doing? Are you sat in your house scrolling through Facebook? Read the reports available on those organisation websites that I suggested. Put two and two together. Realise that your rights are no longer. They don't give them back once they've taken them away. This Coronavirus Act needs to be repealed. You have a platform, use it to spread the word that we need to fight the Coronavirus Act and we need it repealed immediately. It's going in for discussion in Parliament on the the week of the 28th of September. We need to make sure that our government do not agree to extend this act because if they do, it could be there for another two years. Is that what you want? Another two years of all this nonsense? How are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to feed your family? Are you ever going to go and be able to see granny again? Come on, people. Wake up. (sighs) I'm just at a loss as to how else I can help make a change, make a difference, make people feel safe enough to go out there on the streets without being terrified that the person next to them is carrying some invisible plague. Because you're not. You're not just going to drop dead in the street. That just does not happen. It's never happened. So it's really not as bad. If it was, we would have all been issued gas, gas masks like we were back in the Second World War. Not that I was around then, but you know what I mean. So anyway, I'm rambling and I have a lot more information on all of these things that I've talked about. If anybody's remotely interested, please just drop me a message via this podcast and let's talk. I can send you so much information if you're prepared to read it, if you're prepared to listen. I've got lots of really fantastic documentary links and this is historical, guys. What's going on now is going to change the future. What's going on now has has been brewing for, oh, since the 30s, at least, since the last major economic crash of the 30s. The whole banking system, the monetary system, all of it, all of it, it's all controlled by the same people. So please do your research, do your history. They don't teach us this stuff at school for a reason. <laughs> Come on. But it's there. It's historical facts and data and figures and documents and policies. It's all out there for you to see. So I challenge you, rise up, write those protest songs, put together an event, 
You don't have to accept this new normal. I don't consent to the new normal. There was nothing wrong with the old normal as far as I'm concerned that these people couldn't do something about because they could. If they really wanted to, they could. There's no need for world poverty. There's no need for a lot of things. There's no need for a postcode lottery of cancer healthcare. There's no need for any of that. It just has to be done properly. But all the while, these tyrants, these fascist tyrants are running our governments. We don't stand a chance. So get off your backsides, get to the protests, speak out, write your songs, do your podcasts, organise your events and face the consequences. Dispute your fines. You're going to get fined. Legally, you can do it. There's so many resources out there. Research your common law as well. Research the Magna Carta. There's a whole lot of stuff that's all related that we can rely on right now that is above and beyond all of these ridiculous rules and guidelines that are being peddled by our pathetic government who know they've been outed. That's it, guys. Their time is up. We the people are coming together and we're rising up to fight this. The fear-mongering so we can live our lives and protect the people that need to be protected properly. Anyway, rant over. I hope I haven't offended you. If I have, well, sorry, nothing I can do about that. I'm just speaking my truth. I'm speaking up because it affects me personally. People I love, people I care about in my community. And I'm hating seeing this decimate a global economy because if it's happening to me in my environment it's also happening to people you know in your environment wherever you live in the world and know that you're affected so please let's just do the right thing with our conscience and stand strong and not allow ourselves to be terrorized by something that has been completely blown out of proportion thank you for listening And God bless you all. Peace.